eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's going to happen tonight? What's going to happen? We're going to whoop their Have you gotten Rommel yet? What's up, y'all? Welcome on into the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio here on a Wednesday early evening, let's call it. And as you can tell by the, the truncated version of this intro, this is a breaking news edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Let's go ahead and go across town to the uh, the home daycare center, the clown car full of children, where one Ryan Callahan lives. Ryan, would you be so good as to tell the people why we have a breaking news edition of this Go Vols 24-7 podcast? Uh, yeah, Tennessee has added a, another player to its roster going into the 2021 season. And again, going back to the transfer portal to make it happen, uh, Javante Payton, the Mississippi State wide receiver transfer, just entered the portal a little more than two weeks ago, announces he's finally headed to Tennessee. Uh, this is a name, if you've followed Tennessee recruiting over the past four years, you've probably heard this name before. Uh, he was originally uh, at, at Hillsborough High School in Nashville, and recruited uh, for for a while, they looked to be, you know, leaning toward Tennessee. His senior year of high school, uh, when uh, when Butch Jones' staff recruited him, uh, academic issues ultimately affected his recruitment. He signed with Ole Miss, ended up going the junior college route, and then coming out of junior college, recruited by Tennessee again. At one point, appeared to maybe be headed to Tennessee. We thought there was a real chance he would sign with Tennessee that year. At one point. And the Vols ended up going a different direction. He signs with Mississippi State. So third time around, he's back in the transfer market only because of an extra year of eligibility because of COVID, because uh, he's already played four seasons and taking advantage of that extra year and finally decides it's the right time to go to Tennessee. So uh, gives uh, gives Tennessee, obviously, a, a veteran, experienced receiver uh, at the SEC level and, uh, and a guy with some pretty good speed who can uh, probably play inside or outside in this offense under Josh Heupel and, and certainly – it improves their offense, I think, is the, is the idea behind this. This is not a guy that you bring in for depth purposes. I think this is a guy they envision coming in and, and playing right away and, and helping this offense. Yeah, I'm going to come uh, like Ron Swanson here and go right over the top here. Let's Ron Swanson bowl this. Uh, Patrick Brown and I, another one of our coworkers, we, we had a discussion on this on the most recent edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast, and we talked about – you know, the guys that they'd added in the portal, the guys they'd lost in the portal, uh, which is quite a number. I don't know if anybody's uh, been been taking the business into the, the portal stick quite like Tennessee has, um, but we don't need to rehash that. My point is we ended that discussion by talking about areas where we thought Tennessee still would need to add in the portal. And I, sh- I should say portal, portal, portal. 
And we basically said, we agreed, and Pat and I never agree, that it needed to start and end with the front seven defensively. And, and that maybe if there was an offensive tackle, you know, maybe if there was the right situation that came open, you'd look at somebody else, but that it, it was defensively the front seven, maybe a DB. Um, but it was pretty much primarily on defense. And, and lo and behold, here we have Josh Heupel, offensive-minded head coach, former quarterback, former hotshot quarterback coach and offensive coordinator and all these things. And he goes right back to the well and adds another receiver. When you look at the numbers, I guess maybe Tennessee might be losing another receiver or so in the portal. We'll see. There's some some whispers out there. Um, but this just doesn't necessarily look to me like the, the biggest need, at least off the top of my head. It's not the most glaring. Uh, I, I can understand why Tennessee fans might look at the depth chart, look at all the needs on this roster. It's obviously a, a flawed roster that the Josh Heupel staff inherited. Uh, might look at that and, and say, you know, why, why receiver? But uh, I, I'll counter with this. I, I think Tennessee staff is looking at it from this standpoint. I, I think you have to r- remind yourself maybe of how important quarterback and wide receiver are in Tennessee's offense um, with this new staff wanting to throw it the way they are. You, you've got to be good at those positions. Uh, we've already seen them address the quarterback position again Uh, Even after the previous staff added Hendon Hooker back in January, going back to the transfer portal to add Joe Milton to to give them another option at quarterback to try to get better there, see if they can find something else in the passing game. And now at wide receiver, you've got some talent there. We saw flashes certainly of Jimmy Callaway. I think he had a nice spring. He started to turn the corner a little bit. Uh, Jalen Hyatt is a guy that obviously had some good games last year as a true freshman. Looks like he's capable of stepping into a starting role and being pretty good. Uh, and, and obviously, there, there are guys like Cedric Tillman who have, who have played quite a bit, and, and I think he's maybe capable of having a pretty good year. But you do have a lot of guys who maybe haven't done it on this level at, at quite the level you need them to this year. Uh, without, without an addition, all of those guys would be needed to step forward, maybe even a Jimmy Holiday. You, you would certainly need some guys to step forward who have not – done it quite this often at this at this level so um to add a guy like Javante Payton who has been inconsistent in, in terms of productivity at, at Mississippi State but has, has at least had a hundred yard game in the SEC last year and uh is an experienced guy obviously coming from the junior college level and Mississippi State uh to add a guy like that uh, it gives you another option there and I think makes you feel better about that situation and, and Certainly gives Tennessee a little more explosiveness in the on, on offense, a little more speed there to, to maybe give them another deep threat, another guy capable of taking a short pass and going a long way with it, uh, ma- making this offense kind of look a little more like what Josh Heupel envisioned it looking like. I think that's what this is more about, not so much just giving you another number. This is a guy they think, you know, maybe we can tap into something that he didn't quite do at Mississippi State, take advantage of that talent and make this offense better right away and help us kind of, get things clicking the way this offense ideally will in the future. Yeah, well, uh, I guess I just to, to clarify here, because there's probably some people a little bit upset right now, I, I don't want to say that, and, and this is this has nothing to do with Javante Payton as a player. This is a player that I remember, you know, it seemed like 35 years ago when he was first a prospect Tennessee was looking at. He's always been a good football player. He's always been a good prospect. This has absolutely nothing to do with Javante Payton as a player, and, and we'll talk about that a little bit more in the second segment. I guess my first point is, or, or my main point, was just a little bit of a surprise because I, it's hard for me to justify. And again, I, I'm not looking at everything they're looking at, right? We don't know 
exactly who might still lead the program. We don't know uh, nearly as much about what these guys did in the spring as these coaches did. And these coaches watch them play every day in the spring. they got a lot of film on them. So they, they've got some stuff out there now that they can look at and they can evaluate this roster. And, and maybe they feel better about some areas on defense than, than we think they do. I don't believe that, but it, it, let's say that it's possible. I'm just saying, for me, it's hard to just look at the pure numbers and say, is this really, really, really what you needed? But I guess, I mean, you got to, if you hire somebody to, to coach your football program, you, you put the, you give him the keys, you let him drive the car. And he believes that Tennessee needs this player. So, you know, I guess maybe he thinks Tennessee needs this player. Yeah, man, that's, that's the simple way to look at it. And, and obviously Tennessee ha- has had room for plenty of transfers, you know, that that's, um, that's been no secret, but you're now up to six scholarship transfers, uh, this year alone. This is the sixth commitment from a transfer since January. So they're not taking it lightly with every addition they make. They know they could, you can save those spots and, and essentially because of the way the, the accounting with all that works, um, you, you could save those and essentially use them for your 2022 class. Um, you also don't know though, what, what NCA penalties yeah, that's, might that's, face. That's why you might leave a couple open. Um, you know, there, there's a, there's a chance that if Tennessee does self-impose some penalties this year, you might even be able to count a couple of, you know, extra scholarships from the 2021 class toward those penalties so that you can maybe minimize how long this has to affect Tennessee. Um, so there, there's, there are reasons to not just spend a spot, uh, that you have available because you can always do something with those later. And so this staff, I don't think is taking this lightly. And I think clearly understands that. Anybody they add at this point needs to be someone who legitimately can help this team right away. So that's why you've seen them go, again, the quarterback route. Jawan Mitchell, a guy they think will play right away at linebacker. Caleb Tremblay that they think will play right away on the defensive line. Uh, They're not taking guys just for depth purposes because we've seen Tennessee, frankly, make some mistakes, I think, in the transfer portal over the past two or three years, taking some guys. Keller Christ, you know, was a guy that maybe had to have at the time but didn't really make an impact. Madre London, a running back that didn't really make a huge impact in his one year at Tennessee. So you can take these guys sometimes thinking they look good. You know, Shaq Wiggins, a guy who didn't really make an impact in the secondary. Um, You can take them sometimes and think they're going to play and then it doesn't work out. So you've got to be sure that it's worth the spot. And I think they're clearly weighing that. And, and, and they saw what was out there on the field in spring practice too. And to me, if they see a need at wide receiver and think they could use another spark there uh, on offense, I think there's, there's there's some validity to that. So I think any any weapon this team can add on offense is is, is probably needed at this point. So uh, to me, if you're if you're taking that over, say a cornerback, uh, as you said, someone in the front seven on defense, um, you could even argue for you know an offensive tackle, a yeah. tight end. This team's yeah. got needs all over the board. If you're taking that over one of those positions, that tells me this staff sees that as a need or somewhere they need to try to upgrade. So. Uh, if that's the case, it makes sense, and we'll just have to wait and see whether it pays off. There's a little risk involved, but there usually is in the transfer portal, but this is the guy that clearly has talent and that they think can help them right away. What it also says to me before we go to break, Ryan, is is, is I think there's a possibility here that they have scanned a lot of the portal, and, and there might be more guys who who pop into the portal, but they have a pretty good idea of who's in there, maybe some other guys who might go in there. And they think, you know what, there's just not going to be a lot there that's definitely going to make this this defense better. However, this is a wide receiver who makes the offense better. And if the defense isn't going to be great, we're going to have to score a lot of points. So, you know, maybe it's just maybe 
we have to trust, I think, in, on some level, maybe not trust, but, but understand the possibility that these guys have examined what's out there and they think this is the, you know, something they need to do right now. So, and, and, and there's no argument about him from this end as a player, but I, I do think that there is a discussion here to be had about, you know, what Javante Payton maybe offers that some other Tennessee receivers either don't have or that Tennessee could use another one of because they've got some options at receiver. But what makes this kid different? What makes this kid someone who can help this team? Let's talk about that. But quickly, before we do that, let's go to break here on the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Hashtag ad. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back to the Go Balls 24-7 podcast, brought to you by whatever products, services, and in-house ads you just heard a moment ago during that commercial break. West Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. Rye Callahan coming to you from across town at the home daycare center that he calls home. Talking the breaking news uh, here from, on the Tennessee uh, the Go Balls 24-7 podcast. Tennessee has added another player from the portal, uh, Javante Payton, Nashville native, wide receiver, uh, started his career at junior college then matriculated his way to Mississippi State. Now he's matriculated his way back to uh, the state of Tennessee to come home, as he says, and play for the Vols. We're going to talk a little bit more about the fit that, that he has on this offense, the abilities he has as a player. Before we do that, though, just a quick reminder, guys, take a minute or two out of your day right now. Please go in there and subscribe to this podcast. Please mash that button. If you're listening on the website and that's how you're listening to it, hey, we, we got nothing but love for you. We appreciate you being here. But what would really help us is if you go in there and mash that subscribe button, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, anywhere in the world you can cast a fine pod, you can find the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Please go in there, take a couple minutes, please uh, subscribe, please rate and review. There's nothing you can do other than maybe telling some friends. Uh, the best thing you can do to help this podcast grow and grow as it's continued to do for a couple years now is just to mash that subscribe button. Uh, don't just hit it lightly. Mash it. Really let your phone know, like, like this is awesome. This is awesome. I think uh, Zuckerberg and Gates and those guys, they have uh, formulas in there. They can tell how hard you mash the button and how much you're loving it. So really mash that button. Don't hit it with a hammer or anything. Just give it a good, give it a good solid push. And then go in there and rate and review. There was nothing you can do that would help us more. Also, please go to GoBalls247.com, the best site on all of Al Gore's internet. Come check out a free trial. Come check out the site. If you do, you probably will stay. And if you stay and pay full price, you get access in perpetuity to Paramount+. Plus. And we'll talk about that at the end of this episode. Ryan, we talked about this in the first uh, segment of this this episode here at the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. We spoke about uh, Javante Payton, uh, maybe why Tennessee was looking to go this route uh, when, when maybe a lot of other people would think, hey, you need defensive front seven help. You could use another defensive back. You know, if you got to go offense, maybe a, a, an offensive tackle or a tight end type. But lo and behold, Tennessee goes wide receiver. 
And I think this is an interesting move. I'm not saying I'm against it. I, I think this is a, a guy who could help your football team. Uh, despite looking at the numbers, you know, hey, he, he had to, he's been through a lot. He's been to a couple different places, had some coaching changes, some other things. So, so let's see what he can do in this offense. As a player, Ryan, you, you, you've you know, talked with this kid back since he was in high school. You've seen him as a prospect. What do you think about him as a player is an interesting fit for this team right now and for this offense? Well, I, first of all, you start with speed. You know, he's not the he's not a, a huge receiver, but has good enough size to 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 play inside or outside. Uh, listed at six one, one hundred eighty pounds, he's he's always been built a little bit like that. Uh, really, since he was in high school, maybe closer to one seventy coming out of high school. So, uh, so but, kind, but has, kind of that Jalen Hyatt build a little bit. Yeah, a little bit like that, uh, and and has, has bulked up a little bit. Obviously, spending a few years in, in a couple college uh, programs, junior college, and, and at Mississippi State. So he's uh, still a, still a lean guy, though. That's that uh, you know, talking with Paul Jones from our Mississippi State site. You know, he he kind of indicated that he thinks he thinks his best game is maybe in the slot, and he was playing in an air raid offense, obviously at Mississippi State. That uh, sounds appealing to a lot of receivers, but but maybe doesn't always work for everybody, and. Uh, but you know, it looked like he, he had his, some of his best production in the slot. Um, but, but also played outside and, uh, you know, kind of bounced around a little bit. And so he gives you some flexibility with that. And, you know, again, just the speed is what stands out. He, he's capable of making some plays after the catch. He's fast enough to be a, a bit of a deep threat. You know, this, this offense, I think could use that. And another guy to go along with, uh, with Jalen Hyatt, we know this staff wants to stretch the field. I think Javante Payton gives you that ability. So depending on where they want to put him, he can do a little bit of everything. Uh, so there, there's a lot to like about his game. There always has been. Uh, as you said, going back to high school, he he put on a pretty good show at, at the Tennessee's camp apparently in 2017 uh, under Butch Jones. And, and if everything had worked out academically, I think there's a real chance he would have ended up at Tennessee at the time. Uh, but just, you know, didn't didn't work out. He had to go the junior college route. And, you know, Tennessee's former staff was pretty intrigued uh, in, in 2019 when he was coming out of junior college had a really good freshman year at his junior college, not quite as productive as second year there for whatever reason, but had 500 yards and nine touchdowns as a, as a freshman was basically the number one receiver on his team as a freshman in Juco. That's not easy to do at a lot of those Mississippi Juco's. So he's clearly a talented guy. He just hasn't had that breakout season yet for whatever reason. Uh, but he's he's shown he can do it in the SEC. Uh, you remember Mississippi State starting off last year and its debut under Mike Leach, upsetting LSU. In that game, Javante Payton had six catches for 122 yards. Um, but he, he suffered an injury early last year, never quite put it together again at that level once he came back from that minor injury, played in six games, uh, or at least six games, and had had multiple catches in six games. Did Mike Leach, just, did Mike Leach put him in the concussion shed? Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but uh, but definitely just wasn't as much of a factor when he came back from that minor injury. You know, again, did have multiple catches in six different games, but just never really put up the yards that he had against LSU over the course of the the final several games. So, uh, you know, wants to clearly be more of a factor, and and for whatever reason, it didn't look like he was going to be. Uh, a starter at Mississippi state this year. So I know that might be that, that part might make this a bit of a head scratcher uh, for, for Tennessee fans. Saying, well, this guy wasn't even going to play a huge role at Mississippi state. You know, I, I don't know if there was a, you, you never know what might've been the issue there. There, there could have been some sort of conflict there or uh, just not a, you know, not personalities, not meshing what, whatever it might've been. 
Um, but what, for whatever reason, he didn't seem to be the, that staff's preferred choice in the slot or, or outside going into this season, or at least was going to have some ground to make up battling for playing time. So obviously this is a situation where it gets the extra year of eligibility because of COVID has a chance to, to take advantage of that and, and wants to be more productive and, and going to Tennessee makes perfect sense because he has a chance to do that. I think at Tennessee. So uh, to, to me, it's a, it's an upside play. Uh, you, you, there's no guarantee it works out any better than it did for him at, at Mississippi state, but this is the guy with talent that I, I absolutely could see having a pretty good year. It's, it's a lot like Valus Jones. Uh, let's face it. He was a guy that didn't really, didn't quite tap into his potential for whatever reason at USC. He had, he had his moments, but it didn't, it didn't add up to a lot of production. Similar case here where you've got a guy with some speed that you feel can do a lot of things. Now it's just, can you, can you sort of tap into something that he wasn't able to do at his previous stop and, and help him reach his potential and you've got one year to do it, and he's going to be on campus, you know, just three three plus months before he uh, plays his first game. So he's got to do it quickly, learn the offense and all that stuff. But if he can do that, uh, there's no reason to think talent wise he can't be pretty good. And I'll tell you, the, the the feeling of comfort is huge for a player too, because Valus Jones Jr. talked about this a lot with us last year, where you know he he said that the sort of the bright lights going out to L.A. that really appealed to him at first. Um, but he's, you know, he's, he's from Mobile, which is, you know, not a small town, but obviously not a huge, not a huge city either. And, um, you know, he or from that area and, and, and he comes home uh, or comes back to the Southeast, comes to Knoxville and he just feels instantly at home when he's there. He feels comfortable, right? He feels like a guy who, um, you know, he, he can really, he just feels better. He feels like he's more comfortable in this environment and then eventually he starts to thrive. And by the end of the season, he looks like a guy that Tennessee's saying, man, I really hope this guy doesn't go try to go pro this year. I hope he kind of comes back for another year because he's doing some good things. So if Javante Payton goes that Bayless Jones route, obviously you would like to see him uh, you know, acclimatize himself quicker than Bayless Jones did because he's only got one year and Jones had the potential of more years. But if he comes to Knoxville, if he really feels like he's home, that could help. Yeah, I think that gives you a, a much better sense of uh, uh, of comfort there, knowing that it's a school. You know, again, when he announced his decision on Twitter, he posted a couple of pictures from a, a past recruiting visit. He's obviously been to UT's campus multiple times before, so uh, you you know what you're getting there uh, on, on on his end. He knows what he's getting at Tennessee. This staff not quite as familiar with him yet. Obviously, they weren't they weren't involved in either of those times that he was on Tennessee's radar before, but. Uh, I, I think you know having some people in state who are familiar with with him and uh, and, and know his game pro- probably helped him, gave them a reference point of what to expect there. Uh, and you know, I, I, again, the talent is there, um, that, so there's there's uh, every reason to think that putting him in a comfortable situation and an environment that he that he knows, uh, you, you think, hey, maybe we can get get that out of him. Maybe we can can help him reach his potential because that's really what you're hoping for a lot of times with these transfer portal additions. Most guys are not in the portal because they're perfect players who were happy with their previous situations. It's usually because there was some sort of issue. Uh, they weren't playing as much as they would like. They weren't as productive as they would like or all of the above. And in his case, I think just, you know, playing time just didn't feel he was getting enough playing time and wants to, wants to make it, make it to the NFL like anybody. So uh, you get a motivated player, you get a guy that, uh, that, that has the ability to, to make some things happen. Now it's just, can he put it together? in uh, in one year and 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 give your offense something different from what they have and i think i think there's a it's a it's a pretty reasonable gamble on tennessee's part uh, i i like the pickup and I, I won't be surprised at all if we're talking about javante payton at the end of the year being 
maybe not Tennessee's leading receiver, but at least one of the leading receivers on this team. I think he's definitely good enough to do that. Again, if he can pick up the offense quickly and settle in. I like you taking a stand on this, Ryan. I'm a big fan of that. You're just coming out swinging. You're like, you know what? This is a good player. And if you don't like this move, you can shove off. That, that's, that's how I was <laughs> translating what you were saying. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's again, it's not a sure thing. But I, if, if you're looking at this and, and kind of scratching your head, I, I think, I think you're, you're maybe selling the move a, a bit short. And, and remember, again, there are so many risks involved with any transfer portal addition. Uh, you, you just don't know what you're getting a lot of times. Uh, I, I think it's okay to bet on to bet on talent, to bet on upside, and, and hope that the opportunity uh, allows a guy to reach his potential a little bit more. You know, coaching staffs often feel they can get more out of a out of a player than a former staff did. Here's a great chance to see if Josh Heupel's staff and, and Cody Burns, at the at wide receivers coach, if those guys can get a little bit more out of this guy than, than clearly Mississippi State was. You know, there there are those players everywhere. I'm sure there's some guys on Tennessee's roster who feel, you know, maybe a fresh start somewhere would 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 serve me better than what I'm doing here. Sometimes it works, and, and a change of scenery might do him a, a lot of good here. So it's a it's a wor- it's a gamble worth taking. And again, if we're talking about Javante Payton having 400, 500, 600 yards or more, uh, I think this will be a, a move well worth making from Tennessee's standpoint. And if it's even better than that, we'll be talking about this as one of the best moves Tennessee made all year. Yeah, if it's four hundred yards or so, if that's even if it's just that, that that's still a solid pickup for Tennessee. I think so. I like that. To, to quote the great Charles Barkley Esquire, uh, "Only God's an expert, Ernie." But you know the. Uh, but uh, I like you taking a stand on that, Ryan. And and I, honestly, I think we should end on that because you've come out swinging on this, and you're putting your your foot forward here. You're putting your money where <laughs> your mouth is, and I like it. Unless you got anything else to add, I think we can go ahead and wrap this up. No, that, that sounds good. And now it's just a matter of, uh, you know, does Tennessee add look to add anything else? They've got six scholarship transfers already. Do they try to add any more? They've got maybe room for a couple, you know, one or two more if they want to want to add more. Are they done? Uh, or does this team just absolutely load up on transfers this year and, and throw in one or two more to, again, try to patch this roster to, up as much as they can and, and fix it going into the 2021 season? Already done a lot, but is this it? That is, it's a great question. And my mind's been spinning all day because I watched Tenet again last night. So I've been, uh, I'm trying to think of things, uh, you know, from outside the box. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe this is a good idea. Maybe this is something that works for Tennessee. I know Ryan certainly believes that. So uh, that's a good start. Ryan, appreciate your time, man. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks, Wes. And you know what, guys? There's the button. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We always say it. We always mean it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We really Really appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your day. You can find all of us on social media. I'm Wes Rucker 24-7 on Twitter. Ryan Callahan is Ryan Callahan 24-7 on Twitter. Patrick Brown is P. Brown 24-7 on Twitter. And Grant Ramey is Grant Ramey on Twitter. You want just Tennessee news, nothing else, you can get that at twitter.com slash govals 24-7. You can also go to facebook.com slash govals 24-7, and you can get lots and lots of coverage there. That That's updated pretty much every hour, all day, every day. Tons of good stuff on there. Um, but there's nowhere better if you want that best, most delicious East Tennessee Smoky Mountain goodness, that pure, pure delicious spring water right from the tap. Just 
delicious. Go get that at GoVols247.com, the best site on all of Al Gore's internets to get your coverage of Tennessee football, football recruiting, basketball, basketball recruiting, Tennessee baseball with everything those guys got going on right now with Vitello. Those guys are you know, tied for the lead in the SEC East, ranked fifth in the country going down the stretch. So tons to talk about there. And you can get all of that at GoVols247. Also coverage of the Lady Vols from the award-winning Maria Cornelius, who does a great job covering all things Lady Vols for us all year long. Tons and tons of good stuff on there. Got two forums that run around the clock, uh, the checkerboard and the summit. And as long as it's not political or religious in nature, you can fire away and talk about anything you want to talk about. Uh, Don't be afraid to ask us to do our jobs. Come over there and ask us questions. We will answer them. And we'll talk to you about what we're gardening right now. we got like a several-page thread right now on what we're gardening in our yards right now. Guys, anything you want to discuss, the movies that we like, the music that we like, you know, the Major League Baseball teams that we like, Cubs, 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 and all kinds of good stuff. We're, we're running there all the time. So go check us out, GoVols247.com. You can get that for less than the price of one mediocre lunch per month, always with a free trial. But if you stay and if you pay us the free you know, if you pay us the, uh, the 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 regular rate, which is less than one mediocre lunch per month, that's all it is. We'll get you access to all of that. And if you pay us that full price, you get access to Paramount Plus in perpetuity, which is the streaming arm of CBS Viacom. Every show CBS has ever made commercial-free new movies every single month. The, all the Indiana Jones movies are there right now. Go check them out. Some of the best movies ever made. You get stuff from, you get live sports, vol sports, NFL, you get SEC, you get PGA Tour, UEFA Champions League, UEFA Europa League. You get all of these things, all of them, plus stuff from Comedy Central, MTV, BET, Nickelodeon, Smithsonian, everything from The Chappelle Show to, like, cartoons for your kids. All of it. That's a $100 plus annual value that we will put in your pocket, no questions asked. You cannot get a better deal than that, guys. $100 plus annual value that we just put in your pocket and give to you. So go to GoVols247.com. Check us out. Nobody else can give you that offer. We can. We'll be back later in the week unless there's breaking news before that. So until then, guys, uh, be good to each other. You know, wear your masks if you want, but definitely socially distance. Keep those hands clean. Don't be coughing on other people. Don't be rude to each other, guys. Just there's there's too much volatility right now. Let's, let's take things down a notch. Let's be good to each other. PSA out. See you. Be good. <laughs>